Let's get nuts. Well, hello, children. Where's it at? Sorry. Uh, part of the technical difficulties and my stream deck just started wah, started just not working, so now I can't do the little touchy-touchy button buttons, and I gotta do it old school. Gotta do it the old way. That's right. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your May 1st. Welcome, everybody. All right. See, I don't even know where that drop thing is. Where is it? There we go. This. All right, guys. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Do everything right there. How's everybody doing? All right. Cheers, guys. I decided why not. Monday, I'm still sleep deprived. I only got about four hours sleep last night. So, you know, keep in mind that as we go through this thing. But uh, cheers. Got some uh, bourbon. No bourbon. It's Sadly, it's not It's not Zach's bourbon. It's not that one. I tried. I tried. But, you know, wasn't going to bug the guy. So cheers, guy. Oh. Ah, delicious. All right. Who's out there? Who's out there? Let's go ahead and turn that on. All right, let's go. Let's start from the top. Start from the top. What's going on, MS? Ah, GT. Great job. Quality time with Snyder. I know, right? Pretty crazy, right? Uh, DCU is not dead. It's still alive. Still alive and kicking. Bradley, what's going on? Let's see, Dave. Awesome to see you with the footage from the weekend. Great stuff. I appreciate it. Patrick, watch Game of Thrones. Rewatch Jack Reacher. Sweet. Ryan, what's going on? Good to see ya. We got Mama Film Junkie here. Love you, Mom. She, of course, was part of the uh, event yesterday, which was great, which we're going to talk about. We're going to be doing mainly the stream about that. Mainly the stream about that. Uh, for some, I forgot to put a little uh, icon for Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, but this whole thing, and I forgot to load up the, uh, the background, too, by the way, so I still got to do that, so I'll do that in a little bit. Like I said, guys, I had to take apart my computer. I took it over to Pasadena, and then I put it all back together. And, of course, every time you put something back together, shit just don't work right. It's ridiculous. But, uh, anyways... All right, go ahead and turn that off. Man, I need. I wish my stream deck just didn't give up on me. This is a lot harder than it actually is. But anyways, all right. Mr. Fear Jason, of course, he was part of the event yesterday, too. Good to see you. What's going on, Jacob? Met Jacob yesterday as well. All right, we got uh, Miss Nighthawk also. Good to see you. My dear. All right, happy Monday, happy Monday. How fun was the full circle? Hell of fun, of course it was. We're going to talk all about it. Hoy hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie, what is happening, sir? Event was amazing, definitely was amazing. Uh, all right, and then um, also got Eric right there, who's very impatient, but it's okay. I don't expect anything less. Uh, we got, uh, yeah, we also got Russ right here, who was uh, around yesterday as well, which is pretty cool. I hope Zach has Watchmen vibes on Rebel Moon. Dope. Yeah, well, I think there's going to be some kind of Watchmen vibes. What's going on, Stephanie T? What a weekend. Yeah, I'm pre I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Sire, congratulations. Amazing time job. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that, too. What's going on, 1-6 Shape? We got, hey, what's going on, Brendan? All right, we got Eric, ACS, what's good? I saw you doing a lot of streaming over the weekend. That was good. I'm glad you were able to do that. Fun stuff. All right, we got Tet. Full circle was like Star Wars celebration on acid. I mean, I guess. 
I'm kind of wondering what that would be like, right? Uh, Just Paul, good to see you. All right, what's up? Fun time. Yes, got to meet you too. Got to meet a lot of people over the weekend, which was great. Looks like, uh, yeah, you made it in time, Mr. Venom. You made it in time. Gustavo, nice meeting you too. All right, screening was first crazy. I know, we're going to talk about it for sure. What's going on? Eye of Stone. And then we got Ben right here. Miss you, Ben. You know, it would have been cool if we got the whole group out there, but hey, you know, it's all good. Oh, happy birthday, Aunt Nancy. Okay, so happy birthday to my Aunt Nancy. It's her birthday, May 1st, so happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, favorite auntie. Happy birthday to you. Okay, and then we got my thickle. My thickle? My thickle? That sounds funny. What did... Why did no one ask about the 2015 JL1 storyboards? What was different i don't know you know you're not you're not gonna always get the questions that you want out there i mean that's just what happens i i, I don't know why that your question didn't get get asked <laughs> ryan what's up big gag congrats thank you appreciate that uh <laughs> zach smelled like some dove, dove dove products i i was trying not to sniff them jacob i hope hopefully you didn't go <laughs> like that so what's going on steve-o What's up, Dave? You had a weekend, huh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of a weekend. We got Nana here. What's going on? Just came to say hi and hope you had a great, yes, and thank you, Nana. Nana was part of, uh, part of setting a lot of the stuff up. I mean, I think even like when it came to, when it came to, uh, the commentary thing and everything, I think she had a big hand in that and, uh, she was doing a lot of things when it came to the streaming and setting things up. Nerd Queens, Meg, all those guys would really like to uh, thank them for that for sure. So, you did a phenomenal job during the Man of Steel commentary. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. All right. Ah, I know. Hopefully, yeah, could do that next time. What's going on, Lloyd? All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're, of course, going to be talking about all of that. Man, I miss my stream deck. It just totally gave up on me, though. Now I got to, like, search for things i gotta scroll yeah can't even find that all right all right guys yes we're gonna be talking about that hey look at that phil's here too hey what's going on all right well it was nice hanging out with you over the weekend appreciate it hopefully uh you're getting home safe or you're driving i don't know i don't know what's going on anyways guys okay but we're still gonna go over some tweets because why not we're still going to go over some tweets because we're still going to do the regular show even though it's going to be all about the uh the event right here so we'll go ahead and turn that off, turn that on. Okay. Let's see here. Okay, we'll do that. All right, let's go ahead and uh, go through the tweets. All right, here we go. So, of course, like, um, yeah, we have Justin right here, of course, was uh, handling all the uh, the giveaway stuff. So he posted a couple of videos, especially of this beautiful, you know, well, this beautiful thing right here, this beautiful statue. Look at that. Put the music behind it and everything. Absolutely gorgeous. Good on you. And like I said, Nerd Queens were handling, of course, the uh, live streaming that was happening. So hopefully you guys kept on the kept up on the live streaming that was happening over the weekend. I had two days or I think it was two days worth of live streaming or the whole weekend, whatever it was. So that was cool. And we got the Batmobile. Man, that custom Batmobile was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Look at that thing. Posting images right there. I think I might be posting some other stuff, too. I don't know. Uh, then we got a bust right here from Queen Studios. We got a bust right here of Queen Studios. 
from uh, for Dark Side. That thing is gorgeous. I mean, look at that thing. The fact that you you get Dark Side twice. You get Dark Side sitting on the throne, and you also get the bust. That's freaking amazing. That's freaking amazing, man. I totally forgot to uh, hold on a sec. Let me. Uh, I forgot to change the background. Give me a second. Uh, where'd I put it? Okay, I'll put that right there. I forgot to change my background. Yep, there we. Is that it? That's not it. What the hell is that? It's pretty cool, but that wasn't the right background. Hold on a sec. What the hell? Okay. There we go. Man, I swear. You unplug your computer and then plug it back in, and it just, like, goes wonky. There we go. That's the background we need right there. We got a trailer reaction from uh, Ion Studio. And uh, we got a super chat right there. I'll get to it in a little bit, so give me some time. Thank you for the super chat. This is all very different. Okay, we also got some Dune Part 2 images right here. Is that Donald Trump? Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not me. I don't look like that. I got better hair. All right. But yeah, we got some uh, we got some Dune Part 2 images right here from Vanity Fair, which look pretty damn awesome. Stellan Skarsgård right there. Oh, look at that. He's returning. And then, of course, we got Lady Jessica. Miss, uh, Miss Rebecca Ferguson right there. Uh, Mr. Brolin. Pretty cool. And, of course, Batista. Cannot wait. Apparently, there's something going to be coming out tomorrow, too, guys. Just to let you know. And, of course, Florence. Pew, 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 pew. Right there is Princess Orlon. So, we've got her right there as well. And then, of course, we got these two right here. Apparently, there's going to be something that's happening tomorrow. And then we got our first look. We got our lo first look at Austin Butler as Floyd uh, Rotha. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm totally butchering the names. You guys know I'm so bad with names. But we have, uh, we have this right here. So, okay. Yeah. So we have our first look at Austin Butler just from the behind there. I think there was actually a front-facing image, too, that was circulating around. But uh, I, I don't know exactly where it was. I don't know if that was supposed to come out or it was a fake. I don't know. Who knows? But there's a statue again, of course, doing it over $100. That was happening over the weekend. And uh, we'll keep on scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, we got some new flash footage. New Batfleck flash footage. I don't know if I can even show that. I don't know if I can even show that. All right. And then, of course, anything that's uh, full circle, I'm just going to kind of scroll past because... You know, we are, we're going to go over all that as the main topic, but uh, I wanted to talk about this right here. The Flash director, Andy Muschietti, says Michael Keaton wanted a picture of him dressed as Batman for his grandson. Aw, that's adorable. It was funny because at one point during this, the scene where we shot him in the full suit, he was like, can you take a picture? It's for my grandson. It was one of those moments where he really showed something was inside that was very emotional. So that's pretty awesome right there. See, that's what you do it. I mean, I remember like, I remember Ben Affleck was talking about when he was Batman and he essentially was, it was happy because he did it for his kids right there. He did it for his kids, which is pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I love that. So, but yeah, he wanted a picture right there. So I'm sure, uh, I'm sure his grandson was totally thinking that was awesome right there. So. And uh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yes, all those pictures, of course. And, yeah, we're going to go over all of this. Don't worry. Just kind of going to get past it right here until, you know, that's that's where we're going to get through the tweets pretty quickly right here because, you know, mainly it was a lot of, uh, oh, yeah, I mean, there was, they showed this, though. Man, this was, look at amazing. Yeah, that's right. Wet a workshop right there, bringing the, the, the Trinity out. Look at that image. Oh, so cool. And then over the weekend, congratulations. Woo! I mean, my God. We all knew it was going to happen, right? You know? Ah, oh, see, this sucks. There we go. 
Super Mario Brothers, one billion dollars. It's a me, it's a Mario billionaire. Okay. So there you go. We all knew it was going to happen, but it happened over this weekend. Of course, a lot of th- other things happened over the weekend. But yes, um, in the middle of all the madness that was full circle, Super Mario Brothers did, in fact, cross a billion dollars. I wonder how much into the billion dollar range it is actually going to go. That's the next question. Is it going to go to 1.5? Could it still have enough legs where it actually goes to 2 billion? I highly doubt that. I don't think it's going to make make 2 billion, but uh, you know, it could get close to 1.5. You never know. But uh, yeah, congratulations to Nintendo. I mean, we have a whole new shiny thing that people are going to be delving into. It looks like I don't know. Maybe when it comes to this whole video game Nintendo world that uh, is brewing up right now. I mean, naturally they're probably working on. The sequel to this, they're working on spinoffs, they're working on probably like a Zelda, I don't know what they're working on, but you better believe that their Illumination and Nintendo are already brewing up this whole universe right now because of the response that uh, happened with Super Mario Brothers, which well deserved because you guys saw my review, I enjoyed it, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of people enjoyed it, it just seemed like it was a simple story. Uh, Let's just hope they can keep it up, right? You know, but it's a new shiny thing right now at the moment, so it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about all this stuff right here. So many pictures. So many pictures. But yeah, we'll get through. We'll scroll through all this stuff when we talk about the main topic here. All right. And then today we got a release of the boys spinoff Gen V poster. The first official poster for the Gen V spinoff of the boys. Looking forward to that. The Flash designer giving away the budget for, well, the Flash. The Flash has an estimated... $220 million budget, according to the production designer, Paul Osterberry. Now, it's kind of funny because we kind of had a conversation over the weekend when talking about films' budgets. Uh, one one in particular film that we were actually talking about, but I'm not going to say. Um, it's the fact that the matter is, you know, yeah, $220 million, that's a lot. That's definitely a lot, and I don't doubt it. But I do doubt this number. I'm kind of wondering if it's a little bit higher. Let's face it. Studios do lie about the budget, especially when it comes to reshoots and marketing. You just never know exactly what the budget is when it comes to a movie. But um, even if it's uh, that, I mean, uh, let's face it. I mean, when it comes to breaking even, we're gonna we're, we're looking at probably, you know, uh, Splash is gonna have to score pretty. Pretty, uh, pretty large when it comes to the box office run, at least. I don't know, but maybe it could get it. I don't know. It's just there's gonna be some. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna need some legs. It's gonna need, it's gonna need to go through the speed force with those legs of berries to, uh, to at least break even. But it, it has a chance. I don't doubt it. I'm, 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 I'm kind of confident that with the word of mouth and the Michael Keaton, and I think the marketing's going to lean heavily, of course, on Batman and Michael Keaton. Let's face it, the last trailer was, it's, it started off with Michael Keaton talking about his origin story when it came to all this. So I don't doubt that they're going to just lean heavily into that. The first poster is awesome. It has the Batwing right there. And even though it's a Flash movie, it's got two Batmen. I think it has potential to have some legs. But uh, I do hope, I, I actually do hope it, it hits a billion, but I guess we'll see. I mean, it's coming out in June, uh, box office tracking numbers. We'll see what happens when those start get, getting released. But I think it's going to have a good word of mouth. Might help it, but we'll see what happens when it comes to the legs. Run, Barry, run! Run for a billion dollars. Warner Brothers really needs a win, especially in this like weird kind of transitional period of Marvel 
Marvel kind of finding its footing again and trying to get to uh, better movies. And then, of course, we have DC trying to find its footing again because we're having this transition that's happening in 2023. And just kind of wondering where is it going to end up uh, landing at. So we'll see. And then exclusive Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear is coming back, guys. That's right. Rob Delaney has closed a deal to return in Deadpool 3, joining the Ryan Reynolds-led ensemble of the threequel that Sean Levy will direct and produce. So we all know his character, um, who, well, you know, he's part of the X-Force, and it was a pretty funny uh, pretty funny scene. Yeah, you know, those guys didn't really uh, make it, but he's returning. So, you know, Sugar Bear is coming back. And then we got some more images from the Penguin right here. Got the Penguin vehicle. Something's happening. That's him right there in the trunk. Apparently he's got he got put in the trunk. I don't know. That's pretty interesting. Oh boy, James Gunn says uh, Tallahassee Coates. If I'm saying his name wrong, I'm, I apologize as I usually do. His Superman member. Remember, we've been hearing about this Superman, this J.J. Abrams produced Superman. We've been hearing about this film for a while. A long while and uh basically james gunn is saying it could still happen i haven't read the script but if the timing is right that could absolutely happen it's totally unrelated it would be an elseworlds tale like joker which yes it could very well be an elseworlds tale another superman a different superman but it can't be a clark kent you know race bend superman nobody wants that if it could be a valzad sure we could do we well you know we perfectly welcome that Perfectly welcome that. But I still don't think this movie is actually going to go anywhere. I think James Gunn is just saying he doesn't want to say like, no, that's not happening. What are you talking about? Because he does. He's playing the game of like, hey, I'm not going to totally say a movie's not going to happen. I'm just going to say, hey, it could still happen. You never know. We have this Elseworlds thing. But at the same time, you literally, you know, there was an announcement of Constantine 2 with Keanu Reeves, which everybody wanted that. That's most likely not happening because of all this stuff, the transitional period that DC is going through. I mean, yes, you could put things under the Elseworlds label, but are you really going to do that? That's what I'm kind of wondering when it comes to that. It's like, yes, you have that there for Joker and the Batman, but can you have other movies, other stories to be put in there too? Can you do that? I mean, I'd rather have the Michael B. Jordan idea that was coming out. Who knows what happened with that? That's probably dead in the water as well. But uh, yeah. That's uh, what James Gunn had to say right there. I'm just kind of wondering. I, I don't think that, as far as I can tell, this movie ain't happening. This movie definitely ain't happening, especially if they're going to do a race-bent Clark Kent as opposed to, like, doing the Val Zod story or whatever. So it's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Okay, and then we have this rumor right here that was floating around today. I mean, it was trending. Everybody was talking about it. But the rumor, and this is from Mr. RPK, which, you know, I've said many times before that when it comes to all the scoopers out there, I would trust him the most, even though he pushes out Fandom Wire. I don't know why he pushes out Fandom Wire. I'm guessing he kind of owns that site or works on that site. I don't know. But that site is a clickbait site that is a lot of bullshit. And uh, sadly, I always see it on my Google feed. But uh, the rumor is, is that Margot Robbie has been offered the role of Sue Storm in a Marvel Studios 2015 Fantastic Four movie. Now, this seems to be like, there's a whole weird rumor mill that's happening with Fantastic Four. We're talking about Adam Driver as Reed Richards. That's what's been talked about. And then, of course, there was like the whole thing when it came to Mila Kunis was in the short, she was at the short list of playing Sue Storm. And then there was like a rumor out there that says she was going to be playing the thing. I don't know what the hell. And then there's like, a, and then apparently there's a quote from her that says she knows who's playing Sue Storm. I don't know. It's all up in the air. 
But uh, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. It's Margot Robbie for God's sakes. But I just I'm, I'm I don't know. I you would think like there would be more Harley Quinn with her as opposed to wanting to jo- join the Marvel, wanting to join the Marvel universe right here, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So hopefully not. Hopefully not. But uh, we'll see. We'll definitely see. We'll see. But I don't know. I'm not gonna. I, I it, to me it just sounds like to me it's just, oh shoot. Am I? Are we good? Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. I saw something about reconnecting. Did my uh, did the stream mess up a little bit here? Oops. Are we good? Are we good? Or did it lag for a little bit? Are we still on the same one? Hold on. Let me check. Ah, okay, we're good. Okay, just checking the... Uh, all right, we're good now. Okay. Jeez. Well, that was stupid. See? I'm telling you what. I know, and it's dumb too because I'm not even running on 4K right now. I'm telling you what. Okay, I, th- I think my computer is more exhausted than me, even though I didn't even use my computer this weekend. I tell you what, it's like you have to update your equipment every six days. All right, back to it. There, you could look. Look at that. Inception right there. Inception. I'm watching myself. Anyways, okay, so keep on going. We'll talk about that, of course, too. And then, of course, we have uh, Deadline. According to Deadline, we got Pedro Pascal. He's joining Ridley Scott's Gladiator sequel right here for Paramount. So that's cool. So we got Pedro Pascal. It's going to be joining that. This is pretty sweet right here. Look at this gift right here. From Mr. I guess from Boom Borks right here. Yeah. Showing the Batman fight scene, the warehouse scene, and then uh, showing it like with some... In- with some drawings anytime he punches somebody. That's so freaking cool right there. Creative. I like it. I like it. And then hopefully you guys, I uh, posted this today, and I apologize for the lack of content on the Full Circle event. I didn't do any vlogs or streaming the whole time, but uh, today I did post my one-on-one conversation with Zack Snyder after we uh, did our commentary for Man of Steel. So hopefully you guys watched that. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, I will say we were both about four drinks in, so loose. It was loose, but we're going to talk more about that, of course. We'll talk more about that. Uh, Barbie Dreamloader, look at that. That's pretty funny. And, of course, Neil Blomkamp was like, this is a must-have. And the Met Gala was happening tonight. That's right, the celebrity cult gathering where they wear ridiculous, ridiculous dresses and outfits and costumes. And they have like their servants that have to help them. I, I hate, I hate, I always hate seeing the Met Gala, Gala um, pictures and videos because it's so ridiculous. Although there's some people that just wear normal shit. Like Margot Robbie wore like a normal dress. Robert Pattinson looked pretty normal as well with his with his girlfriend. But there are some dresses that are so ridiculous. Like what are you wearing? Toilet paper? And why is your why is the dress or the train of the dress so long that you have to have four servants? of yours to carry it. And then of course you're going to get uh, you're going to you're going to get it to you're going to be interviewed by somebody with a microphone saying like, "Yes, I'm fighting for all this for the for the middle class and everything like that." Meanwhile, you got you got a bunch of servants holding your dress. Get the fuck out of here, you weirdos. Cults. It's all a cults. Anyway, sorry. Rant over. <laughs> Rant over. It's fine. I just hate the Met Gala cuz it's creepy. It's freaking creepy, man. I think Damien, you know, Australian Damien, 
who's on the, you know, comes on the vodka machine. He even said it best. It's, I think it was him that said it, but it's like, yeah, it's almost like Hunger Games. Somebody said Hunger Games underneath my tweet. I don't know if it was Damien. Maybe it wasn't Damien. Anyways, Anthony Starr says the boys season four includes the most bizarre thing I've ever done. There has to be a ceiling, but we can't find it. What can it be? What can it be? Anthony Starr saying that, that's, that's interesting. That is definitely, 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 definitely interesting. So, oh, man. All right, sorry, I was just adjusting something. Okay, here we go. Keep going, keep going. That's pretty much it right there. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Freaking A. Okay. See, I don't know. I, I got to turn that off. I don't know where it's at, though. I got to scroll now. So I'll tell you what, that stream deck was a godsend. And now that I have to get a new one, now I gotta, I really definitely should get a new one. All right, there we go. Turn that off. All right, guys. We good? We good? What's going on? Sorry that I missed. It's back on. Is this not working? All right, so now my, my chat window is very, very delayed. So that's cool. Jeez, tell you what, you take a little break for four days and everything goes to shite. All right, see if this catches up here. It's not catching up quickly, so I was just trying to see who we got here. Let's see, we got another super chat. Sorry I didn't see your super chats. Like I said, everything's a, just a disaster when it comes to the technical side of all this. There we go. Now it's pretty much caught up. All right, there we go. Pretty much caught up. But uh, thank you, of course. Uh, appreciate it, Lane, for the uh, the super chat. You nailed it on full circle. Truly inspiring stuff. I appreciate it, Lane. You're awesome. All right. Okay, let's talk about the full circle event. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, guys. I mean, let's face it. I mean, it was started on Thursday for me, I guess you could say, because uh, Thursday afternoon, I got done with uh, regular work. Let me, uh, cheers. I got done with regular work. Um, got done with regular work and went to go pick up a couple of people. And then we headed to the Airbnb. So basically when it came to, you know, trying to keep costs down because people were flying in. I mean, luckily I was only 60 miles away from from well where we were staying in Pasadena. I'm about 60 miles east of Pasadena. So that actually worked out. But of course, I didn't want to keep on driving back and forth because let's face it, L.A. traffic sucks. And, you know, so didn't want to do that. But at first, of course, I had to uh, pick up a couple of people. And uh, right off the bat, that didn't work. Right off the bat, picked up these two guys right here. Mr. Steven Colbert and Joey Marino, Mr. Joey Bear. Uh, of course, you guys know him from the world's finest, but uh, there we go. This is when we first arrived at the Airbnb. If you notice right here, there's some chairs out here. We were going to attempt to maybe have a barbecue at one point at this Airbnb and have our own little Fast and Furious barbecue, but it didn't happen. But uh, that was the um, that's what happened at first right there on Thursday. Picked up those two guys right there. And then, of course, thank you, uh, Mr. Alessandro. He made this cool little art right here out of that picture. So that was pretty sweet. Well, I like that. But, uh, so yeah, that was the first day. Like, and of course, Scott, poor Scott, poor freaking Scott. He, um, 
he was having some issues right there. He definitely was having issues. Right. Scott, I was supposed to pick up Scott. I was supposed to I was supposed to pick up Scott like uh, after midnight from uh, from the airport, but he got delayed. Uh, hopefully, you guys kept up with his vlogs that he was doing. Um, hopefully, you guys kept up on and seeing what he's doing. But yeah, he was. It was like, oh man, it went from him, picking him up at just after midnight to picking him up um, the next the next morning. So yeah, that was. It was, uh, you know, trying to get everybody there, which was, um, you know, uh, it was interesting. And then, of course, we had more people. We had uh, Fear Jason, of course. He was uh, driving with uh, Ashan and then uh, Phil, Phil, who was in here earlier. So those guys uh, drove from uh, up north. So that was cool. And then, of course, we had Craig that showed up. Also, uh, it was just, uh, it was a totally a lot of fun right there. But all right. So when I, oh yeah. So here we go. And then finally, yes, we did pick up Scott and uh, look at how happy, look at how happy he was. We finally got him. There you go. Look at how happy. Yes. We treated him to Dunkin' Donuts. Well, he's, he's, you know, it's not like he hasn't had Dunkin' Donuts, but we had Dunkin' Donuts. He was hungry. He only had like, like a, like a yogurt parfait kind of thing and some almonds or whatever, some nuts on the plane. So, uh, we left the airport and, uh, we fed our guy right there. So there we go. That was us. When we got into the car, we got Scott. It was all good. See, this is us right here driving to go pick up Scott. So there we go. We got Fear Jason right there. We got Phil right there good times and then this is us at dunkin donuts yeah so that's me doing a pose i saw phil was doing that scott was on his phone i was posing posing in front of the iced dunkin coffee right there so yeah that's right oh yeah and okay so get this guys all right so when it comes to the airbnb when it comes to the airbnb <laughs> this airbnb i tell you what all right I, I, so here's the story right here well first off they have this bathroom they have this bathroom. Look at this video right here. Look at this bathroom. So here we got the toilet. Okay. And the toilet has that right there. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Toilet. It sounds like someone's farting right there, but that's the door. <laughs> but yes, we have the nozzle right there. What? What the hell is that? What the hell is that? What in the hell is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Sorry, hold on a sec. I don't know what that is, but that's that's what the that's what was going on in that bathroom. Whoops. Got the chat peeking in right there, sorry. So that was part of the Airbnb. Um why won't you there you go, jeez. And then it gets even better because look at this right here. So this was one of the bathrooms too. So you have a bathtub. You have a normal bathtub, okay? And then you got a nozzle this really short right here. Look at this. So there's a, there's a little part right here. It's very small. And they put a nozzle, a shower nozzle right there. Look at how close it is to the bath nozzle. What the hell is happening here? We're, we were living in a parallel universe. We seriously were. We're living in a parallel universe. It didn't make sense. It really didn't make sense. Crazy. And then get this, guys. Get this. So on Thursday night, on Thursday night, I'm just we're just kind of like, you know, sleeping arrangements. We're trying to figure out where everybody is. There's also, when it comes to this place, there's also, there's also like this back, this back house thing that was really small. There was like, it was like 
probably as big as uh, my apartment right here, or at least the living room. It was kind of small, but there was like a back house thing that was still being built. Still being built. There was like an add-on to the house, and then he had this other separate room that wasn't attached to the house. So at 11.30, 12 at night, I go, well, maybe is that part of the Airbnb? Are we going to like, is that, can somebody sleep in this room? I open up the door. There's a kid in there playing video games. What? It was weird. Because when we pulled up, there was like a kid like cleaning up the area. I'm guessing that his parents owned it. I don't know. It was very strange. I immediately just went, shut the door and went, okay. Weird. Very strange. <laughs> very strange. It was very strange. I don't even know. I can't even explain. Can't even explain what the hell was happening with this Airbnb. But I opened up a door and there was like a kid playing video games in this room. We never saw the kid again. Maybe the kid wasn't even there. I don't know. Maybe the place was haunted. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell was happening. But yeah, he had like, there was like a cardboard, there was like a cardboard box thing that was in front of the door. So when I opened up the door, it, it pushed and I just peeked in and I see this kid. He had the headphones on and he's playing video games. And I just immediately shut the door and, and Craig was right behind me. And I was like, dude, go, 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 go. There's like a kid in there. It was very strange. It wasn't Chucky. Wasn't Chucky. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that much of a kid right there. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was interesting. It was very interesting. But uh, yeah, never saw the kid again. I don't know if he was stayed back there. And I told everybody too. I was like, "What the hell?" It was just a strange place. Just a very strange place. Very strange place right there. So yeah, that was just pretty funny. I was like, okay, well, there you go. But I'm sure, I'm just kind of wondering, because like I said, there was like a cardboard, like a cardboard uh, box that was flat that was that I moved when I pushed the door open. He probably saw the thing, I don't know, who knows, but yeah, gamer ghost, apparently, something like that. All right, so moving on. So there's the Airbnb story right there. It's just very, uh, like I said, this Airbnb, it was very, it was very odd. It was a very odd place, but it's Pasadena. It was an old house, and it just was like a jigsaw puzzle of a house that they were all trying. To, they were they were trying to put together. It was very odd, very very odd. But, but hey, we were only spending a little time there. You know, most of the time was going to be away from this Airbnb. But you know, but uh, yeah, just cool. Hey, Rosemary, how you doing? Hey, pretty fly for a Filipino guy. Good to see you, bud. Good to see you. All right. So, full circle, day one. Friday, we get up. Of course, uh, you know, got, got Scott. We're all good. Everything's all good. And uh, so, when it comes to, yes, when it comes to, um, let's see, let me, let me scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. All right. So, when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to this, what? Yeah. Look at that right there. When it comes to this, me doing commentary with Zack Snyder, Man of Steel. Holy shit. So, if you're wondering when this was all arranged, it was fairly last minute. So let me explain right here. Let me explain right here, like, what happened with all this. So, we knew that um, when it came to 
this event and when it came to the art center and when it came to Zach, we were going to be doing something. We just didn't know exactly what it was. We knew that there was like a room that they wanted to do some kind of streaming, some kind of whatever they wanted to do something. They definitely wanted to do something when it came to people like, you know, podcasters, streamers, whatever the hell, but we didn't know exactly what they wanted to do quite yet. So we have West collar. And first off, I will say this, but before we say this West collar, the hero of this whole weekend, the hero of this. And if you're not following him on Vero, follow him on Vero. This guy, Wes Collar, uh, Wes, which is like Wesley Collar or Wes Collar. You know, he goes by C-O-L-L-E-R. He's the one that was basically running this whole thing, you know, and he's like, uh, you know, you know, if you've heard his name before and I would suggest like, you know, saying thank this guy for that, because uh, this guy was just the nicest guy in the world. He was running around everywhere. I didn't see him sit down once. He was constantly wearing a backpack and I'm like, damn. He's just always wearing a backpack. I didn't see him drink anything. I didn't see him like eat anything. But West Collar, that guy was a saint. That guy was awesome. I wish I took a picture with him. I know Mama Film Junkie and Nighthawk took a picture with him, and I'm glad they did. Uh, much appreciated. West was absolutely fantastic. And when it came to the arrangements, obviously he was working with like the Nerd Queens and Meg and all those guys to uh, you know help all this. Justin and everybody, um, he was working with them. But yeah, West Collar. That he's, if it wasn't for him, this whole thing wouldn't have happened. So when it came to uh, the commentary stuff, so when it came to, well, this right here, it was uh, essentially we were, we, we knew that we were going to get a, an email from Wes, uh, uh, like me, Steven, Scott. So we were anxiously waiting what it was going to be. We finally got it on Thursday that, okay, he wanted to do like a commentary thing. Because remember, guys, Zach has already done a live watch commentary of Man of Steel and BVS. So instead of doing that yet again, the idea was, well, let's bring in people to do commentary with them. So we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But we didn't know when exactly who was going to be doing what. And of course, like I said, things were last minute and I totally understand it. So when it came to Friday, a few of us, we were at Target. We were at Target getting supplies. And this is about 1, 1.30. I finally get the email from Wes saying that you're going to be with Zach between 6.10 and 6.30. And I'm going, holy shit. Holy shit. The screening starts at 6. So I'm going on first. Clench. Butthole pucker. Sweat. Oh my God. Yeah. So when I got that email, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going on first. So I was like, all right, well, that's cool. Thank God it was cocktail night. <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Get to go on first. Um, and then, of course, when we drove to the event, we drove to the event um, and... We got in line, which was cool. We got in line. Let's see. I got some things here. Let me scroll back. All right. So we got to the event. We drove to the event. And let me see. Which pictures do I have? We got to the front of the line. So we got right here. I took this little video right here of the line. <laughs> Line wasn't that long when we first come got on, there. Come on, 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 Let's get excited, get excited. Yeah, I was trying to get, get excited. excited, not really. <sighs> yeah. So there was a line right there when we first got there, which is cool. And then we uh, we talked to Wes. When we talked to Wes, 
he essentially was like, okay, so, uh, you know, it's going to be a green room. It's going to go back there. You get to talk with Zach, talk about Man of Steel. It's going to be all right. So when I'm thinking green room, I'm thinking like a small room. Maybe we'll hold microphones. I don't know about that. But then, yeah, you get back there and it's just like, holy shit. It's like a whole stage. You saw what it looked like. If you guys watched it, it's like, you know, you got the chairs, the table, the cameras, you got lights. It was catered. It was like, it was just, I walked in there and I was like, holy crap. This is like, this is something not just a green room, not just something where it was just like, I thought it was going to be like a smaller thing, but man, it was like crazy. I got felt up by the mic guy, you know, he had to put the mic through my shirt and everything like that. I felt violated, but I was okay because, you know, I had a couple of drinks in me. I was fine. Anyways, but um, yeah, we had all that. And uh, of course, Zach, uh, when it came to the cocktail event, when it came to the cocktail event, uh, Zach and Debbie came out and took pictures with people. So there you go right there. Took that picture, snapped that picture right there. Royalty, royalty came out. So that was a cool picture. I like that picture. And then there's Debbie right there. Yay! So they came out, got a couple of drinks, and it was cool too because they had they had a they had a they had a Man of Steel drink, a Batman versus Superman drink, and a Justice League drink. They were very sugary though. And then look at this, Miss Ferris right here. She came out. She came out, and uh, it was funny because we looked right at each other, and I went, "Oh hey." Christina Wren. There she is. So there's Christina Wren, Miss Ferris. Uh, she's a, a delight. Talked to her for a bit. You know, all of us were talk, chatting with her. She was an absolute delight. And of course, she was part of the panel talking about that. Uh, of course, you know, you guys know she had the infamous, uh, uh, I think he's real hot Superman line at the end of uh, at the end of Man of Steel right there. But yeah, guys, this was uh, pretty surreal right here to actually sit with Zack Snyder and talk about Man of Steel for 40 minutes. Very, it's just crazy, absolutely crazy that that actually happened. Never did I thought. Never did I think that was actually going to happen. So that was pretty damn cool. And it was funny too, because when I got back there, when I got back there, like Zach had a drink. He had a drink. I didn't have a drink because they told me I couldn't bring a drink into the theater. So when I was getting like the mic on me, I was like, hey, can, uh, can I get one of, can I, can, you know... Can I get one of those, please? Huh? Can I get one of those? And sure enough, somebody got me a drink, which was great. I don't know why it wasn't in that picture, though. I think I was wondering when that picture was actually. I don't know. That was weird. Maybe they didn't bring it till I don't know. But uh, they brought me a drink, so I had that. And uh, yeah, I ended up talking. It was supposed to be 20 minutes, but we ended up doing like 40 minutes. Like I thought I was just gonna be talking about the Krypton, the Krypton scene, which I thought that's amazing. Maybe talking about that with Zach, but it went all the way to basically, you know. I know we talked about Clark Kent's virginity. I'm trying to remember all the other stuff. I know I asked him about Russell Crowe and Michael Shannon and all that stuff. But I know we did talk about Clark Kent's virginity because why not? You know, you got Zack Snyder in here. Why not talk about if Clark Kent is a virgin or not? Or, you know, if he's... Yeah, I know we did that. So it's pretty funny. Um, and then, of course, you know, right after that, it was like, okay, and then you get 10 minutes with him. And that's why, you know, if you watch the one-on-one thing where I was just holding up and we were just talking, we were talking more about obviously Man of Steel is still playing in the background, which is pretty cool. And then of course, uh, Steven, Steven was next, which was great too, to see that. And I just stayed behind. I just stayed. I didn't watch Man of Steel in the movie theater. I didn't watch it in the art center movie theater. I stayed completely, uh, backstage, completely backstage. And, um, and just, uh, watched Steven's, uh, commentary and then watched his little interview with him. And then, of course, I uh, couldn't, you know, of course, I had to uh, make sure I got a picture with Debbie. So there it is. The queen, the queen. 
Miss Debbie Snyder herself. Talked to her for a little bit. She was over on the side just watching things. So there she is. So that was pretty sweet right there. Like that. I just, yeah, couldn't believe that happened. Couldn't believe that happened. So that was fun. So that was, that was the first night. That was the first night. And of course, the Q&A, you know, was fun. The whole hummus commercial thing. That was pretty sweet. We, it's actually funny because if you guys watched, if you guys watched that panel and he talked about Christina Wren and how she got cast into the movie, he said that he watched the hummus commercial. He watched the hummus commercial and basically was like, okay, we need her. Let's, let's find who that is. I want her to, to, to audition somewhere. So it was kind of funny because last night, on, let me find it here. Cause last night, uh, you know, there's somebody, uh, a Sean, I think it was, or somebody actually found the commercial. So we took this little selfie right here with the group. There's the commercial. <laughs> if you know, you know. So there we go. We found the commercial and we took a selfie last night. Thought that was pretty funny right there. Anyways, you can find that commercial. You can find that commercial. So yeah, that was uh, the first night right there. That was that was night. That was day one. Day one right there. Pretty insane. Cloud nine, just like wow. Pretty crazy. Just absolutely freaking crazy. And then of course I did post. Uh, here's a little behind the scenes right there. Talking to Zach while he was getting mic'd up. So that was pretty sweet. And then. Uh, and then, of course, we have, that's what it looked like right there, of course, when I first came in. I took a picture of that. So that's what it looked like backstage. And then, yes, well, we got up the next morning, went to Jones Coffee. If you guys know this, this is Zach's spot. He likes to get coffee here. It's good coffee, good treats, good. I had a little breakfast burrito. It was pretty cool. So that was a little uh, picture right there that Mick right here took. He met up with us. So that was fun. And uh, that's pretty cool. And then there's more right there. We took more selfies. There's Steven right there. Pretty good stuff. So we were just shooting the shit right there. Just having fun. And then, of course, the uh, the screening. And thank you, Saggy, for putting this right here. That was pretty funny. The boys. The boys. The boys. And, of course, Anthony was doing some streaming and everything. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, we, uh, you know, obviously, Scott. Scott, first it was Rhea. Rhea and Jacob that uh, we're doing the commentary for day two, which was cool, you know, talk to Rhea. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it, it was a little nerve-wracking, kind of like, you know, it's going to be, a, it's, Zach's just a very easy guy to talk to, so. Uh, they did first, and then Scott did, he was second, and then Rebecca Johnson did uh, third, and uh, I still haven't watched those commentaries yet, but I plan on to, just today was like, you know, I got in at like, I got to my, I got to my house at like 4.30, I didn't go to bed till after five this morning, but uh, yeah. What I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys, hey, Joey, there's Joey. What's going on, sir? There he is. Okay. Um, good to see you, Joey. Um, trying to read here. Like I said, everything's all messed up right now. The chairs are giving. <laughs> but uh, no, when it, when it came to um, the next, when it, when it came to watching BVS on the big screen again, I mean, I just forget like how, uh just the last time I watched it on the big screen was the last Snyder Con four years ago. That was the last time I watched it. And of course, it wasn't as comfortable. Man, just watch that sound. That sound in that movie theater in the art center. Holy shit. Holy shit. That sound was just, oh, you know, it's just, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And watching BVS in there, man, I got a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, watch it. And of course, it was the, uh, it was the, uh, 
IMAX cut or whatever. So it had like the the four three with some of the scenes, not all the scenes, but some of the scenes had the four three aspect ratio. Dude, seeing seeing um the nightmare sequence in BVS with the four three, ah, ah. Oh, yeah, it was so good. So good. The nightmare scene was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Because that whole scene was shot in the 4-3. It was just oh, absolutely beautiful, man. Just absolutely beautiful watching that. Just so, oh, it's just absolutely fantastic. Still, you know, and, you know, when, when Superman dies, they still get, uh, still get emotional. Still get emotional, so. So that was, you know, and then, of course, we just were all, like, on cloud nine again, and then we all, you know, Went and got some drinks and had some fun and everything, so that was cool. That was cool. But then, now we have day three, Zack Snyder's Justice League Day. Oh, boy. The big day. The big day. This is where it was pure madness. Absolutely pure madness. Oh, no, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. Go back. i got to talk about the panel. Got to talk about the panel of BBS. I, got, I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead of myself right here because we definitely got to talk about this panel. So it's pretty crazy. It's per, this panel was absolutely insane. Hold on. Let me find that picture of the panel. So we have Sean O'Connell who uh, was hosting the BBS panel. Okay. And then first off, all right, here we go. And then, of course, they had the statues. Let me show this off right here. So, of course, we have the, uh, hey, we know that statue. We saw that statue get unboxed. Of course, that was signed by Zack. Yeah, this is what Zack Snyder's uh, signature looks like. Does it look like it says Zack Snyder? Um, there's the black suit Superman. We got the Nightmare Joker and the Nightmare Batman right there. So that was pretty sweet. But then, of course, uh, we had, of course, the Trinity showing up right here, too. There's the new one right there. Just absolutely gorgeous. That was... That was uh, for that right there. But yeah, we had, first off, we had of them, of course, there's Debbie and Zach right there talking about the uh, the Trinity Weta statues right there. And then um, and then here's the panel right here. So we have Sean O'Connell, we have Zach, we have Damon Caro, we have DJ, which he came last minute because Larry Fong sadly had to uh, drop out. Larry Fong was supposed to be on this panel. Sadly, uh, he wasn't at the, he couldn't make it. But DJ, I mean, I, I wanted to hear Larry Fong, but I am, how happy, how happy are we that DJ showed up on this panel? Dude is fucking hilarious. And then, of course, you have Patrick Tatopoulos, pro, uh, production designer. It is pretty funny, too, because all five of these guys have been on my stream before. You know, that's what's, you know, I, if you go back, you can actually see me talking with these guys. And then, of course, O'Connell's been on a couple of times. And Zach's been on a couple of times, too, or a few times, I should say. So it was kind of funny, like, oh, yeah, these guys have all been on there. That's pretty sweet. But, uh, man, the mic drop. The mic drop that DJ had talking about Jeff Johns. Now, it was pretty funny because when it comes to the Q&As, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Sometimes the questions are just kind of like, why would you ask that? It happens. It happens. And then, of course, when it comes to some Q&As, like there was, you know, there was some somebody that was asking essay questions to Zach, and I felt almost bad. I'm like, Jesus, keep on asking questions and the, the answer is not as long as the question. It was just like, okay, I mean, I get that you want to get these questions in, but that'd be more on for a one-on-one. -on -one. You're asking it at a Q&A with fans. So I was like, 
Just ask like a one simple question. Don't ask a fucking essay question. Did you get, you heard, you heard the, and I'm not saying the questions were bad. I'm just saying that would be more for like an interview type thing, not at a fan Q and a, I was like, geez, like every, oof, my God. Anyways. So when it, when it came to DJ, I mean, obviously, you know, it was funny because somebody asked about the doomsday clock. Somebody asked about the doomsday clock, and here was the response right here. Oh, this was so great because, you know, it's funny because I was sitting next to Joey, who's in the chat, and Scott. I was sitting next to both of them, and we all looked at each other. Phil was sitting on to the right of me, and we all kind of looked at each other going, does this person realize who wrote the doomsday clock? Because he was asking about Watchmen and Justice League. Would there ever be a thing where Zack would want to combine the two? Because obviously he made the Watchmen movie and the Justice League movie. Would he ever want? And we're all just like, does he realize that Jeff Johns was the one that at, that wrote that? So here we go right here. DJ's response, ultimate mic drop. It's kind of like a Snyderverse like related question, but um, like I saw Watchmen, I loved it. Casting was perfect. Casting for Justice League, Battle for Superman, perfect. So perfect. Um, like I don't know if you're familiar with Doomsday Clock, but um, I was wondering if that was like in your vision, or if, like one person clapped. Of it and like was that ever gonna like come to like fruition eventually in the future? Uh oh, look at DJ. Look at DJ. The Which one was Doomsday Clock? clock. It was like the crossover between Watchmen characters. Yeah, and was like, that the DC. Jeff Johns? Yeah, yeah Jeff Johns. Yeah, yeah. yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. DJ, 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 DJ. We don't talk about that guy. Oh my God. It was so good. You know? Yeah. DJ all-star. This panel was awesome. This panel was awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say like, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, that whole thing right there was just perfect. And I love, it almost seemed like it was staged. We were just like, like how perfect was that? It almost seemed like it was staged, but just DJ just saying that, right. Just an absolute mic drop. That's how great DJ is. He's so freaking funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's face it. DJ was there. DJ had to be the VFX supervisor for all the reshoots for Justice League, which were ordered by a certain Jeff Johns. But that was just so perfect right there. And I love I love uh, Zach just kind of like, you know, just sitting there smiling. But it was just so freaking perfect. Doomsday clock. It was like the crossover between Watchmen characters. Yeah, and, was like, that the DC? Jeff Johns Yeah, yeah Jeff Johns. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, DJ, 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 DJ. Dude, we jumped out of our chairs, man. We jumped out of our freaking chairs. Because like I said, we were all looking at each other like, why is he asking this? Because it's that's a Jeff Johns book. So we were looking at each other, and as soon as DJ did that, we leaped out of our chairs and went, yeah. Oh, so freaking awesome. It was so cool. But yeah. That was just was absolute fire. Sean O'Connell did a great job. I thought he did a great job. Yes, he did. You know, yeah, he flubbed up on a certain pronunciation of a certain character, but whatever. That happens. It happens. It totally happens. I'm not going to say like, yeah, just because of that, it sucked. No, I think I think he started off well, started off with some jokes. He did very well 
articulating questions, stuff like that. So I thought this stream was, it's just crazy. But yeah, that, that mic drop right there was just absolutely just awesome right there. So freaking cool. Yeah, we started screaming that. And that was like for the rest of the, you know, that's why we were even saying it at the, at night too, man. That was just so freaking funny right there. Good on DJ. That guy's a character. That guy's a freaking character. All right. So then now let's talk about yesterday. Let's talk about day three. Let's talk about day three, which of course is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, I want to thank, um, let's see. I want to thank the, we had a little fan meetup. We wanted to meet up at the, uh, the statue. Uh, let's see. Uh, first off, this is what I looked like uh, that morning. There you go. Phil took that picture. So, yeah, got to love that, right? That's what I look like right there. So, anyways, um, so we met up, of course, at the uh, Jim Lee statue in Burbank, which uh, took that picture right there. It's pretty cool. So, we got there. We were meeting uh, up with everybody. And I must say, I had one of the best breakfast burritos. I had one of the best breakfast burritos I ever had. At this place called Chibo or something like that in Burbank, I would go back to Burbank for this breakfast burrito. I tell you what, I can't. I told, I was telling people yesterday, like, and even like the breakfast sandwiches that Stephen and Scott had were apparently amazing too. But uh, yeah, one of the best breakfast burritos I ever had. So uh, meeting up with uh, Pretty Fly for a Filipino guy in Austin right there, and uh, you know taking pictures. So that was pretty cool. There's Austin and me right there. I can't make a. It's hard for me to do a straight face right there. Let's see. Hold on. Let me. I'll, I'll go back to all that. Thank you to uh, Henny right there. Took this picture and uh, you know look what are those? I love how he. Uh, oh no, that was uh, that's pretty fly for a Filipino guy. He uh, he he still made Stephen's uh, shoes yellow. I think this was uh, he was Mikey right here. I forgot what this guy's name was. Apologize for that, but it was a cool little meetup right there. At the Batman statue, let's see. Hold on, scrolling, scrolling. Let me, let me. There we go. There's the group shot right there. I was trying to find that. So thank you to everybody who showed up for a little fan meetup before the uh, before the event right there. So it's pretty damn cool. So thank you to guys. Yeah, has a little conversation right there, but I like it. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of people were talking about Steven's shoes, especially on uh, those. Uh, but if you look at the shoes, they look comfortable as hell. I mean, they're essentially socks with a little bit of sole on them. A little bit of sole. Ooh, okay. All right. And now we got to, um, we get right here. Scrolling. So there we go. We're at the City Walk in line. There's the uh, IMAX theater right there. Of course, there's a bar in front of it, which that's cool. And uh, let's see, keep on scrolling. Hey, there he is. Mr. Ray Porter showed up. So we got a group shot with him. Dark side. Um, yeah, Ray Porter like just walked up and we saw him. And of course, you know, we had to say hi, give him a hug. It was great. Great seeing Ray, just a ray of sunshine. And then we snuck in a great picture right there. So uh, yeah, it was good. And uh, I love how Joey, Joey got there. Joey got there. You know, he got the, I love, <laughs> I love how Joey squeezed in right there. It was quick. We had to be quick because everybody was like, hey, Ray, Ray. And then, of course, he had to get to uh, where he needed to get to. But, yeah, there's that shot right there. There's that shot right there of uh, of us with Ray, and that's pretty cool. And then, of course, my ladies were there. Miss Nighthawk right there where the stuff's in line. That's right. And I love how it jumbled right here. Kind of, yeah, it kind of gave the light. You know, you got the girlfriend, and then, of course, you got Mama Film Junkie as well. So you got Mom and the girlfriend right there. The ladies were there. Great. 
awesome. Glad they showed up. And, uh, you know, everybody was wanting to take pictures and talk to them and everything like that. It was just absolutely fantastic. And then look at that screen, guys. Look at that screen. I mean, I believe it's, wait, what, three stories high? I mean, I remember, like, like three stories, maybe uh, four or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so there's, uh, there's the screen right there. I mean, we got the very back, which was pretty cool. It's kind of, I mean, there's not really a bad seat. And when you have IMAX, it's not, there's no bad seat in the house. No bad seat in the house right there. No bad seat. No bad seat. So there's the screen. And, uh, and then, of course, the Rays showed up. So we have uh, Ray Fisher walked in, sat down, and, of course, uh, Ray Porter. And then also, I forgot to post it, too, but uh, Mr. Chris Terrio also showed up, too, and sat down to watch the movie. I didn't, get a, I didn't sneak a picture uh, when it came to that, when it came to them. And then uh, even before that, let's see, we're, there we go. There we go. Mr. Nicotina showed up, too. He showed up for the day obviously so and then of course we have phil right there and we got nighthawk we got mama film junkie in the background love that so there's our selfie there's my selfie with mr nicotino who we were worried we were worried that andre was not gonna make it because uh you know he left sunday morning and we were worried that he was gonna get too delayed but he made it just in time so don't worry guys don't worry uh, and then, of course, here, I wanted to show this. I mean, obviously, when it came to the panel, we all know who was on the panel, but, of course, the surprise guest being a certain Batman. There he is. Mr. Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ugh. What? Yeah, that was insane. That was insane because it was kind of funny because when you saw the uh, the seats, you saw an empty seat and you kind of went like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's who's sitting in that seat? You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, who's going to show up? Who's going to show up to this panel? First off, uh, you know, the movie watching it in IMAX. No words, no words, no words. That. I, we were, I was talking about with I was talking about that with somebody later that night when we all went and got dinner on the city walk. Yes, I know like the next step, I guess you could say when it came to campaigns and of course campaigns there's just campaign after campaign. The next campaign when after the after Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, the next campaign should have been campaigning to get it a wide release on in IMAX. That's what we should have did. We should have did that. I, I wish we can go back and campaign for that as opposed to, you know, restore the Snyder versus something like that. Yeah, that was cool. And it got to 1.5 million. I love that. Sure. But man, we should have campaigned to get Warner Brothers to give a wide release to Zack Snyder's Justice League, specifically in IMAX, because you guys don't even know how it was just like watching it almost for the first time again. Watching Zack Snyder's Justice League in full-on IMAX was just, ugh, just, yeah. There was things I, I never knew existed in the background, in the frame. I'm like, wow, I what? That's not, you don't see this. You don't see this when you put it on in your little TV. You don't see this. You don't see that. Look at the background. Look at the background. You know, you're just seeing things. 
Just, just absolutely gorgeous. Gotham City in the background. Even like uh, when, when they're, you know, in the Aquaman scenes, it's almost like you could see Atlantis a little bit in the background. It's like you just see things that you did not see before. It, I, yeah, I, it, it's hard to even explain, but I, man, I wish we could just go back and maybe we could still do something like that. I would not, I don't know if that could still be a possibility, but that should be, that should have been a campaign is to get it, get Warner Brothers to at least have a limited wide release of Zack Snyder's Justice League in IMAX. Because I know a lot of people were, you know, disappointed that it wasn't going to be a wide release. So it was only going to be one screening in Pasadena. Man, I know. It's just like, it was just absolutely incredible. Absolutely. The flash scene with, uh, with Iris. Oh my God. Just, ah, uh, everything. It just, everything just looks so just, it was just like watching it again. It was just like watching it again. I tell you what, oh, it was just beautiful, beautiful. So, but yeah, just pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy that, uh, here's my picture Here's my picture right here I took of the uh, the panel right here. Of course, we had Dodie, um, Zach's editor. We got DJ again, which is cool. DJ was a little bit more reserved. And then, of course, we had Chris Terrio. We had Ben Affleck and then Ray Fisher and then Ray Porter, of course, doing that. And, uh, yeah, just absolutely uh, fantastic when it came to <clears throat> hearing them talk about the movie. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Q and A's are always interesting. There's definitely always, uh, interesting things when it comes to the Q and A, but uh, you know, people asked about, you know, Ben and he asked about, uh, you know, people asked him about, uh, Batman, what was going on in his Batman and stuff like that. Um, we all gave cheers to Ben saying he's the best Batman, but, uh, you know, he was a little, he's playing it a little coy. You know, I, uh, Ben of course was just, when he answered questions, he, you know, there's some good, there's good questions, but naturally it's like, you know, he wasn't going to talk too much about, I know he got asked about, is there any other villains that were going to be in his Batman film? You know, it's interesting about Q and A's with fans. It's like, obviously when it came to a Q and A after every movie, you kind of want to stick to asking about the movie. And I know we always want to know more stuff. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get asked stuff that's like, oh, interesting. And sometimes, you know, you get somebody who, uh, submits a resume to them, which was, interesting i was sitting behind that guy and uh hey shoot your shot that's all i say shoot your shot power to that guy for trying to do that i just wish he wasn't wearing sweatpants with no anyways okay yeah you kind of just uh. okay um yeah <laughs> yeah um if you if you, you had to be there you had to be there you really had to be there so but um I would just say, you know, yeah, hey, whatever. Try to try to do it. Try to do it. I don't. I don't. When it came to that whole thing, but it was just kind of interesting because that guy was really saying, "I got a good question. I got a good question," and it wasn't even a question. So I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But yeah, it was. Uh, but hey, you know what? Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. That's perfectly fine. Like I said, there's a little detail that I'm not even gonna say that I was like, that was kind of like, eh, I got to divert my eyes. Okay, but um. Yeah, so Ben asked that. Uh, we got that, and then um, uh, let's see. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys saw that. He, hey, and exactly, exactly, Steph. He was inspired. We'll give him that. And then yes, I know. Yes, he wouldn't. <laughs> Brave, yeah, but you know, I, I, hey, you shoot your shot. That's that's all I got to say about that. Uh, you know, you have another guy that's in Superman PJs that uh, you know that. Thinks his name is a, a, a Jedi. Um, you got that too. You also had that. 
Uh, I was like, really? Your name is a, a, a Jedi? You're a Jedi? Okay. You're the Jedi? Okay, cool. And you're wearing PJs. Okay. Hey, whatever. You do you. You know, you do you. I'm not going to say, you know, everybody's going there and having a good time. That's, that's all gravy right there. All gravy. Resume. Exactly, huh? Um, so, you know, you just have some characters. You have some characters. You have some characters when it comes to asking questions. But I thought, you know, the, the Q&As were all great. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, there's no complaints. The fact that Ben showed up um, and gave his two cents on things and talking about how he loves that people come up, you know, people come up to him and talk about him being Batman. And that's the most things that get asked from him when it comes to Batman. And, you know, it's just, it was great to hear all that. It was great to hear that and, you know, hear them talk about that. Ray Fisher talking about taking on the role of Cyborg and then quoting the line that I'm not, I'm not alone. I'm I'm not broken. I'm not alone. It was all great. It was all great to hear that and uh, hear about some VFX, hear about some editing and stuff, you know, so... Uh, hey Dave, maybe that'll inspire you to cut. No, I would never show up to a Q&A as casual a Batman. You are crazy. I would never do that. Um, no, I, you know, it's totally fine. Yeah, so <clears throat> I wouldn't do that. It's a damn tragedy that we never got the solo Batman. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's not. But, you know, again, you know, when it comes to this whole event, and it was absolutely great, and we're going to show more pictures too. But when it comes to this event, and I, and I, I specifically said this last week, and, and, and basically was saying, like, you know what, this event was celebrating the fans. And, you know, the fans, the Q&As, I mean, obviously, yeah, you're not, you know, not every question is going to be gold or anything. I get it, you know, but, but at least we got that golden, that big-time golden moment, the BBS night uh, with DJ, which was great. They're not going to be gold, but it's all about celebrating with the fans. It's all about that. Um, it's not about scoops. It's not about any of that. It's not about any of that because... It wasn't about that. And if it was all about that and you're trying to get a scoop out of this whole thing, again, fuck you. That's what I said. I said that last week. Fuck you for trying to think that this is some kind of thing. Are you saying that there's going to be some kind of announcement or something like that? There was no announcement. It was nothing about that. Okay. It wasn't about Rebel Moon, even though we talked a little bit about Rebel Moon. Sure. It was all about this journey from Man of Steel to now to getting the Snyder Cut out. That was all, all what it was about. Not about anything else. Not about agendas, narratives, anything like that. Nothing about that. Okay? And if, if, if you were part, if you were writing articles, trying to scoop this thing, like, oh, yeah, Gal Gadot is supposed to be here. Hey, guess what? You're wrong about that. If I put money on who was going to be there, I would have said Ben Affleck and Ray Fisher because eh, it seems like those would be the obvious ones. I don't know how, if I was a betting man, if I was literally putting money on who was going to be there, I would have said, like, yeah, Ray Fisher, I could see him being there. And then when it comes to the Trinity, when it comes to like the, 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 the huge players, when it was Cavill, Godot, or Affleck, I'm like, wouldn't you bet on Affleck? I don't, I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. But uh, I just like, because Affleck would totally do that for Zach. I mean, Cavill, I don't know. I can go on for, but it, but it was all about the fans. It was really all about the fans. And I really, and I really appreciate fans coming up to me taking pictures and, you know, talking and just having, just chatting with fans. I met a a lot of nice people too, and had great conversations with people as well. And, uh, it was just, uh, it was great. And I love that mama film junkie was, uh, was, uh, you know, a little bit of a celebrity Nighthawk, a celebrity too, you know, and it was great. Let's, let's, uh, I got some more of those pictures too, because look at this picture right here, guys. Look at this picture right here. 
That's right. Mama Film Junkie and Zack Snyder. Yay! So awesome. Look at that picture right there. So this happened during intermission, by the way. This is where this uh, picture took place. It was during intermission. Um, I, you know, like I said, there was a bar right outside the IMAX theater. And, uh, of course we all, you know, we went to the bathroom and then it was like, all right, um, uh, I'm, I'm going to get some, you know, I'm going to get some drinks. So I was getting drinks for all of us. And then she actually went downstairs to get some food cause she was hungry. And then all of a sudden Zach just walks up, Zach just walks up the stairs and, you know, and then of course it was like, you know, we're talking with him a little bit and we're talking, uh, we're just chatting with him. And then, uh, and then I was like, oh my God, she's going to miss him. She's going to miss him. And then she showed up just in time guys. And this is how awesome, this is how awesome Zach, Zach is that he was, you know, he was about to walk back into the theater and I was like, Zach, Zach, mama film junkie. She wanted to meet you and blah, blah, blah. And then of course I just pulled out the phone, took a quick picture real quick. So that's how awesome Zach is right there. That's how awesome Zach is right there. But uh, yeah, you know, just good times right here. Us all taking a picture together with people. Of course, there's the uh, Ray Porter picture again right there. There we all are. Taking shots with each. There we go. There we go. This is Paul right here. Paul was a cool dude. Um, I forgot what this guy's name. Michael? Chris. Chris. I think his name was. Yeah. So, you know, just having good times right here. Like I said, uh, you know, Mama Film Junkie probably took about 276 pictures. So I don't, you know, she'll probably post them somewhere, but yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Uh, we have this uh, right here talking about Gal Gadot. Uh, they talked about casting her and they talked about the uh, the audition when it came to Gal Gadot and uh, Ben Affleck right here. So here's Zach talking about that. Like, because it's on Ben's open Ben's shoulder like this and Gal's here. And at the end of the day, he turns around and looks in the game and he's like, okay. Like, I don't think we have to do this anymore. <laughs> and it was cool because, like, that's the, sh you know, of course, the reaction was so clean that, like, I left it in for the studio. So they were like, oh. I was, that's an unwitting accomplice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember that. That's the only time that's ever happened to me where I was like, that's obvious. Yeah, like, why, why, why are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Else Can I go home now? <laughs> That was cool. It was really cool. But like, and I, like, so that talking about the audition, we've seen those. They've been released online where you see Ben and Gal um, talking with each other. Ben already had the role, but they were trying to still figure out who's Diana. And of course, Zach already knew, but they had to shoot a thing. And basically, Ben was like, "Yeah, she's she's it. She is it." And here's a picture of us at the end of the night. After we had some food and some more drinks on the Universal City Walk, we're a little off-centered. I will say that. We should have moved over. We should have, uh, you know, we should have moved over a little bit. We're a little off-centered, but it's still a good picture right there of the group. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, and then that's pretty much, right. here's the more of the fan event that day. Chatting. I don't know why I'm pointing right there. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're, we're posing. We're posing. It's fun. We're having a good time. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Okay, so, yeah, then we just chilled, and now here we are, back to reality. Back to reality. Uh, let's see, boarding my connection. Oh, wow, Steven is not even home yet. Steven was watching this at the airport right now, so safe travel, Steven. Yeah, it's pretty awesome talking, you know, to actually meet these guys I've been talking to for the last fucking six years has been crazy been absolutely crazy hopefully we can have something you know a little bit more you know i would you know 
I, I, I mean, I don't know if we're going to have something like this again. See, that to, to give my final thoughts about full circle is the fact that, I mean, it is a full circle. The fact that, again, it's like it started with Man of Steel and then just the journey it took to finally get to, you know, and all the craziness that happened when it comes to that and BBS and then Justice League and the tragedy and then the fact that how Warner Brothers responded to all this. And the fact that we were, we got to this point and then all the people that we, that's, that's the important, to me, that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. It's not about getting more information on what could have been. It's not about scoops. It's not about, you know, taking pictures and doing what, it's not about any of that. It's about just like crazy how this fandom, you know, with all the craziness that can happen within a fandom is the, fa the, the fact that we, we all have a love for Zack Snyder. We all have a love for his movies, okay? And we particularly loved what he did with his DC movies. They're unique. They're different. He did it like no other. He did it like no other. And when you watch Man of Steel, BBS, and, and, and Zack Snyder's Justice League, you could, they're different. They're different. They're, they, don't, they're, they're, they don't play out the same, even though it's like one continuous story. But he added like a little flavor to each one. He added a little flavor. And then... Along the way, we all just kind of made friends with each other. You know, I mean, I, I love that, you know, meeting Steven, meeting Scott, meeting, you know, Jason, meeting Joey, meeting Andre. Meet, I mean, it was just it was just crazy. These are guys that I just talked to in a square or with, uh, you know, typing in messages. It's the fact that we actually all met meeting Phil, meeting Ishan, all those guys, you know, meeting Ray and then meeting, you know, and then it's just it's crazy. It, it really is a full circle moment like it was just like one of those weekends where you just kind of go like, man, this was crazy. It's just crazy that this all happened. I mean, we have, we have funny stories. We have, you know, just, uh, yeah, we just had a good time. Duh, right? Right, Joey? Joey's one of the funniest guys. I mean, like, the guy, the guy is too quick with his zingers, man. I was trying to, I was trying to uh, get the zingers in quicker than he does. But that guy is just, man, that guy. But yeah, that's what's so awesome because, you know, and uh, yeah, hopefully we could do something like that again. I know I know Zach wanted to, you know, he wants to continue to do stuff like this, but it's not going to just be the DC stuff. It's not going to just be these. I think like when it comes to Rebel Moon, part one and part two, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And we know that part three is coming out. I just would not be surprised if he handled has something like this, particularly for Rebel Moon, you know, and they have stuff like that. So I'm really hoping that this, uh, this kit continues on. I think Zach wants to continue to do stuff like this for his fans and bring everybody together and watch the movies, celebrate the movies, talk about the movies. But, uh, yeah, I think it was just when it comes to this event and having the trilogy and I got stuff like this, man. I mean, look at this. I mean, I got everybody to sign my copy of, uh, the trilogy right here. So we got, it got a little smudge, sadly, but that's Zach's signature right there. But I got Debbie, I got Damon, I got uh, Patrick, you know, signed my copy right there. I mean, it was pretty cool stuff. What else I got? I also got Zach to sign one of these with the Weta Workshop Trinity right there. That was pretty sweet. And of course, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, my posters got kind of messed up, but... You know, it happens. But yeah, here's my little lanyard right there with the, the new poster. That had like, uh, you know, obviously you guys saw the poster right there, which is pretty cool. So, but yeah, I got the poster sign and everything, but yeah, just pretty cool stuff, man.
So, so much fun. Uh, so much fun. And yeah, hopefully we could do something like that. Justice, yeah, Junkie Con. There you go, Brandon. Junkie Con. Yeah, Mama Film Junkie, Casual Batman. <laughs> yeah, oh, jeez. You know what? That would be kind of fun to do something like that. I don't know. We'll see. But just overall... Yeah, see, I mean, that's the thing. When you got those pens, Jacob, I mean, Zach Zach was funny when it came to signing. He, like, signed, like, his signature on my posters are huge. He was having a good one. He was saying that he tagged my posters. You know, we were having fun. We are having fun. Uh, but, you know, it does happen like that, but... So yeah, guys. I mean, overall, I mean, it was just it was just a good time. Um, I I I I need sleep. Um, it was you know obviously when it comes to a trip like that, it could be exhausting. But you know, I wouldn't change anything because we we had some we had some fun moments when it came to uh, when it came to this whole trip right here. So there you go, guys. That's the full circle recap right there. Absolutely fun. Just so much fun. Zach smudged mine. A little bit, but I didn't. Yeah, exactly. When Zach smudges your stuff, so yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't mind. You really don't mind when that happens. If he ends up smudging his signature, hey, guess what? You let it be. You let it be. So, but uh, yeah, and everybody, like I said, everybody, anybody who came up and uh, um, told me like they they watch my my content and they appreciate my content and took pictures. Thank you for coming up to me. That was great. It's very surreal when that stuff happens. So I uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you. All of you. Now, Andre was kind of a pain in the ass. I will say, Jesus Christ, this guy. I mean, he just forced that selfie. <laughs> Thank God. Relax, guy. Come on. Relax. Just kidding. No. No, it's cool. It's cool talking to Andre. All right. Let me, let's see. Gardens of the Galaxy of... Uh, do we still want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> no, I'm still going to talk about it. Three reaction. Uh, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. They released some stuff today, too. My God. But, yeah, while all the madness was happening with, uh, with the full circle event... We still have, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and I'm like, yeah, and a lot of the reactions when it comes to people seeing it on Thursday, because they had, like, the screenings that happened on Thursday, they had the L.A. premiere happen on Thursday, and, uh, you know, there were some reactions that came out, so I kind of wanted to talk about uh, some of them right here, like... Uh, you know, we're only going to go through a couple of these, but it's interesting to see there's some of these reactions because I'm wondering, especially since how it's not tracking as well as they'd hope it to track. But, you know, you got some responses like this. You got Sean Chandler right here saying Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is probably the best MCU film since Endgame, even though we kind of heard that, which is interesting. In um, a satisfying conclusion to their journey, it was full uh, it, it, it has the full range of emotions from laughs to heartbreak to victory and so much more. It reminded me of what used to f what it used to feel like watching a new MCU film. So that's good. Kind of bringing it back to what I guess it used to be. You know, it says right here, Guardians of the Galaxy. Early reactions are cranking up the volume for the biggest. Yeah, of course, they're talking about the first reactions right there. Uh, you know, I didn't pull up the, the best reactions right here. Obviously, I'm trying to scroll through and see if I could find some more reactions. But basically, what I heard, um, you know, when it comes right here, we got Eric Davis, Gorsi, and James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is beautiful, a badass, and awesome conclusion to a damn epic trilogy. The pacing, the music, the heart, the humor, the sadness, the lovable the uh, lunacy, Gunn delivers his finest work yet. It's perfect. 
Marvel cracked open the good stuff for this one, folks. I'd say it's top five for Marvel Studios. Wow. A great example of expert storytelling matched with excellent pacing. This thing moves. Every scene means something and pushes us forward. This is the this is also Marvel at its most heartbreaking. The film will hit hard for animal lovers especially, so keep that in mind. There is some harsh stuff. It all serves the story Gunn has always wanted to tell, Rocket Story, but it's super sad at times. See, that's what, when it comes to Rocket, we're going to get that Rocket backstory. That's where it's going to start pulling at those heartstrings. we already seen that. They were even released like a little clip today, but everybody... Because, you know, I, I've talked to people who've seen it. They say how that, the emotional level, especially with Rocket's origin, just really tugs at your heartstrings. Really tugs at your heartstrings. So, yeah, that's what I'm kind of going like, oh, damn, it's going to do that, huh, when it comes to that. Remember, they're CGI, CGI, CGI. Brandon Davis said, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is as good as many of us want and need it to be. First reactions are calling it the best of the trilogy, best since Endgame. I know. Best since Endgame. That is interesting because, well, I liked Multiverse of Madness, I'm sorry to say, and I still will die on that hill. Okay? I will die on that hill. I love it how it almost seemed like they, like, some of these guys were saying that Wakanda Forever was like. But then again, I'm kind of trying to remember those reactions. Maybe they, I think... Maybe it wasn't like as positive as I remember. I don't know. I, know, I remember seeing a lot of positivity for Wakanda Forever, but it, I, you, you notice that nobody really talks about Wakanda Forever, you know? I think people were just like, I, you know, I think people, I think we just kind of appreciated that May, that they went forward with Shuri and they went for it. They tried to go forward with that, but I guess it just didn't land with people as much as they wanted it to. I don't know. But then, you know, it's, it's very weird. And then, of course, Ant-Man Quantumania! Kind of just came and went. Whoopsies. Yeah, that one just came and went and whatever. So it's going to be interesting to see. Well, first off, when the embargo lifts on Guardians of the Galaxy 3, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those reviews. And then it's going to be interesting to see if the box office picks up a little bit. Because when the first tracking numbers were coming in, it was not looking really that good. But now, of course, it's looking a little bit better. And I think with these reactions, it's looking a little bit better. I'm not sure when the embargo is going to be, so I'm sure they'll release that. I'm sure somebody knows, or maybe you guys even know, when the embargo is going to happen for Guardians 3. So No Way Home was the only good movie in Phase 4. Yeah, some people, yeah. I mean, it's the best one for sure. But like I said, I like Multiverse of Madness, so... Nobody talks about any MCU movie out. Yeah, I know. You're kind of you, you do make a good point there, except for No Way Home. You can't say that, Axel, about everyone. Because they still talk about Captain America Winter Soldier. They talk about Infinity War. They talk about Endgame. Uh, they talk about the first Guardians. They talk, you know, there's still ones that we do talk about time and time again when it comes to the MCU. So it's not all of them, but it's, it's, it, it is a minority of them that we still do talk about. But yeah, you're right. But like most of them that we don't talk, like I said, Wakanda Forever just kind of came and went, even though it got Academy Award nominations. It's just kind of interesting. Uh, is there already a tomato meter? Don't uh, get gun in a dark. Okay. Um, I remember people saying Wakanda Forever was. A yeah, see, that's the thing. 
They say they use they use the same things. It's the best since it's the best since it's the best since. I'm like, can you come up with a new thing? I mean, I have faith that this one's going to have that emotional level. It's going to be good. I mean, Guardians Two was kind of like eh for me. I mean, it had some good moments, but other than that, it was like man, ah, you had Kurt Russell and ah, but First Guardians was excellent. First Guardians is probably might be in my top five. Definitely in top 10 of MCU movies, but I'm hoping that this movie is going to be absolutely fantastic, but guess we'll see, guys. Guess we'll see. Hey, they're also doing that. Well, The Flash, I know. Well, they're going even extreme with The Flash, saying it's like one of the best superhero movies. I know. We always wonder about when it comes to like the first initial reactions when it comes to these movies. You got you to gotta take that into account because... I mean, I've been there too. You look at my, you know, look at me reacting and reviewing Justice League in 2017. I was like, you know, hey, I saw it early. Oh, I want it to be good. Ugh. Like, I wish I can go back 2017 and when I'm walking up to my car and just don't even say it. Don't say it. It's not good. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Let's get to some uh, questions. I didn't post it on. I forgot to turn my AC on. It's getting hot in here. Let's see. Okay. QA. All right. Let's see. Okay. Go, go, go. Up, up, up. I'm making sure that there's no bad stuff. You know, you just never know. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Let's get to the questions. Okay, see what you guys have to say. Uh Uh-oh, Toxic Melons, saggy question. How bad was the smell in the room with certain attendants? Nah, let me stop being toxic. No, you know you don't want to stop being toxic. Hey, that's your guys' fight. Your guys' fight, which, hey, you know, go, go, go for it. Go for it. I mean, I say my two cents. Stop listening to these these uh, scooper pansies, you know, these scooper pansies, whatever the hell you want to call them. I don't know. Stop listening to them, people. The fact that they were trying to scoop a fan event for charity shows you how fucking slimy they are. Get the fuck out of here. It's ridiculous. Eric. Hey, Dave. Margot Robbie being in a front runner for Sue Storm makes me figure it's highly unlikely she's uh, still Harley Quinn in the new DCU, right? Uh, I mean, if her MCU role, I don't, well, she didn't even say that she took it. I don't even think she did take it. It's just a rumor. It's just a rumor. I don't know. We'll see. Let me get some confirmation first. I just don't see her actually taking the role, but you never know. Brad Caron. Zach mentioned he'd be discussing some of the meanings and such with the full circle poster, like the cracks in the statue and whatnot, when he was last on the Vox stream. Did he mention anything about that there, or is that still happening in the future? See, that's the thing. I think Zach's going to come back on and talk about that. I'm hoping that's what's going to be the case, and I will, you know, see if that's going to be the case. Hopefully that is, um, because, yes, he did not talk about that. Um, but if we can get him back on the vodka stream, I'll bring it up for sure. But I think the cracks in it are just like showing that member because that statue got torn down during the doomsday and Superman fight. So then it's put back together because Superman was reborn. I have stone podcast. What was your favorite moments behind the scenes this past weekend for a full circle? Um, well, there's certain things that I'm not going to like 
say that, uh, you know, can't really say when it comes to behind the scenes that first night, you know, that was pretty sweet. Some certain conversations had, maybe some things were shown. (laughs) Yeah. On screens, not, you know, anyways, but yeah, there was that. And then of course, you know, the DJ moment was excellent and, uh, you know, it was just fun. Even just like, um, just hanging out at the house with all the guys, you know, that I've been talking through, you know, these digital, digital products this whole time. Scott was getting, we were thinking about doing a podcast thing with Scott and we all just ended up just talking for like hours, just shooting the shit, drinking some bourbon, you know? So those moments were fun. Uh, let's see here. Uh, favorite Q and a session BBS for sure. Let's see. We got Arizona. Brian, you had to have heard some questions that were left unanswered just from talking to people there. What were some of those? I will be making an honest effort to get there next year. I don't think there's going to be, don't, don't think it's going to be next year. I mean, it took four years to do SnyderCon too. So I don't think it's going to be like a yearly thing provided there is uh, one. Yeah, there you go. Did Zach touch on this at all? He didn't talk about like another one, but I think he talked about it on the Vodka stream that um, I think he talked about it on the Vodka stream, basically saying that he wanted to do some stuff like this for rebel moon. So I think that would be like the next kind of Snyder cons would be like rebel moon, you know, incorporating a rebel moon this time, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get some more screenings for Zack Snyder's justice league favorite scene to watch in IMAX Zack Snyder's justice league. You got to run, Barry. You got to run faster. Run, run, run. Yes. The Barry Allen flash scene. Ugh. I started welling up. Had a lump in my throat. Yes. I mean, there's so many scenes that were gorgeous and excellent, but just seeing the flash scene, people were cheering, cheering. Just seeing that flash scene when he's uh, turning back time was just so great to see on the big screen. Oh, my God. So great. Uh, sire, uh, Dave, I have this idea that the rebel moon success can turn the scale into Snyder, Snyderverse favor by all means. What do you think? I mean, are you talking about DC Snyderverse stuff? Cause he's still got another rebel moon part to do. And then spinoffs and video games. I don't know. It's all interesting. I mean, we, you know, I I'm, if he comes back to DC, cool, but I'm not thinking that anything right now is going to bring him back to DC at the moment. That's all. But, you know, if something comes back in a different kind of form, like a book or, or animated, I, I'd be down. Like I said, anything. But as of right now, it just seems like the focus after celebrating this event right now, it's just, uh, you know, it just it's all about Rebel Moon and what's happening on Netflix. Jacob, yo, Dave, it was um, it was nice seeing y'all and the guys, Stephanie and Mama Film Junkie at the event. Here's the hope. And we yeah, exactly. It was good talking to you, Jacob. Always good to see him. Real life. And you got excellent hair, brother. Mall Matt. Secondly, did y'all do any fun activities at SnyderCon off screen? I mean, there wasn't anything like too crazy, you know. Um, no, we just shot the shit, drank, and ate food. Uh, Devon Wooter. Dave, hey, did you ask uh, Zack Snyder why Charlie Hunnam is wearing that green hoodie? No, I'll ask him about that when we talk about Rebel Moon. Like I said, this weekend was about the DC stuff. And Rebel Moon, did you also uh, told him he uh, is in DCU? And did you talk to Ben and Ray Fisher? No, um, I, the only we briefly talked to Ray Porter. That's about it when it came to that panel. 
Darkness Under the Wind. Glad you and everyone that was there with you had a fun, uh, fun day, uh, awesome moments between. Thank you, Darkness. Appreciate that. Question, uh, this is from Mall Matt again. Did you see all the drama with Scoopers being called out for lying about SnyderCon? Yes. And that's why I like kind of talk about it. You know, of course, I'm going to talk about it a little bit because it's really sad that people still follow this bullshit. Because, I, you know, the fact that, again, they're trying to scoop a fan charity event. That's just, that's low. That just shows you how fucking sleazy these guys are. Just saying. Sleazy. Absolutely sleazy these people are. If you're trying to scoop this kind of event, you can't do that. It's just beyond gross. You know? And, and hopefully, hopefully, the fact that the scoops that I saw when it came to this event were not true at all because they were fabricated, hopefully people will start realizing that, hey, maybe I shouldn't listen to these people, huh? Maybe not. Yeah, not going to listen to them. Stop listening to them. Mr. Nobody, hey, Dave, I'm on vacation in Florida, but I'm originally from Brooklyn. I've been a fan of your channel for years, and I didn't want to miss today's episode. Hope you had lots of fun with Zack Snyder and everyone else. Absolutely. Question. All the reviews are praising the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Some have said that James Gunn is better as a writer and director, which gives him a hope for Superman Legacy and the future of the DC Universe. Have you seen Guardians 3 yet? I have not. Sadly, I didn't get uh, the, a screening or whatever the hell. If not, when uh, when you will watch it and if you will and if you like it, will you be more? Yes, I think I'd be more confident if I really do. If I if I walk out going, you know what, that was pretty damn good. I feel like Superman will have it to uh, really set a solid foundation and capture the right tone, not just as a standalone film, but also for future of DC Universe. Oh, yeah, definitely has that. There's a lot of things writing on that. Why was... Why was... Um, okay, Mr. Joseph, why were you... Why, why would he show this? He actually answered the question, too. Just saying. So there are some people that thought, and maybe this is one of them, Again, there are people that are fucking with you. <laughs> there are people that are absolutely fucking with you. Okay? And please, don't get bamboozled, Mr. Joseph. Why wasn't that shown? Zach got asked about that. He said it probably would never be. It wasn't his property Like when it comes to all that. Yes, he snuck that scene in and he was going to shoot it, but then it never, never came to be. He made that still shot. That is the only finished still shot. But the, the actual scene itself, not complete. So if you were to show any footage from that, it would just be the still shots. It would be live action of the still shots that we saw of Wayne T. Carr in the mocap pajamas and the green screen. Don't listen to people that are were claiming. I mean, I remember seeing that too, that, oh, yeah, I think he's going to show the, and they were calling it the emerald cut. Like, what? What? Why would he actually? These I don't think these people are dumb. They literally know what they're using. I, they're using all this stuff and acting like they have some kind of inside scoop about this shit. Oh, I heard. I heard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I heard behind the scenes. No, don't listen to them. Just don't listen to them. When I heard that when people were saying that, well, we're going to see the Green Lantern scene, I was like, why would he do that? Why would that be the case? And then he answered, like, oh, yeah, he doesn't, you know, he can't show that footage. He can't show that footage. So not shown because guess what? 
Martian Manhunter is now that scene. <sighs> All right. Sorry. Anyways, guys, I think that's it. Man, my, I'm telling you, even my voice hasn't felt like it um, recovered, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little <clears throat> right now. I still feel like my voice is still a little scratchy. It's kind of funny, too, because, you know, fun fact, guys. Uh, I'll give you one little fun fact. When it came to, day, when it came to Friday, uh, Mr. Stephen Colbert, he woke up feeling like a little, huh, like his throat and his voice. Oh, oh, oh no, something's going to happen. So he busted out the tea, and Stephen was actually quiet most of the day. That's right, Stephen Colbert. You've seen him on the vodka stream. You've heard him on the vodka stream. It was quiet for most of Friday. He wanted to save his voice for the commentary with Zach. Smart man. Of course, the rest of the time, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Just kidding. Love you, Steven. But yeah, it was just kind of funny because, yeah, he was literally just like not trying to talk as much as possible, nodding, shaking his head. It was great. But that shows you how much of a pro Steven is. He wanted to save his voice. He knew that he needed to save his voice. And, uh, and I, I thought his uh, time with Zach was excellent. I was behind the scenes watching it. And uh, whenever he posts like his, uh, his extra with one-on-one with Zach, look forward to it. It's really good. It's really good. Especially if you're a fan by, of BBS by the minute, look forward to when Steven posts his extra one-on-one with Zach because it is absolutely excellent. Especially, like I said, if you're a fan of BBS by the minute, you're going to really, really enjoy it. So... All right, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Ah, thank you for spending time with me. Sorry for some of the technical uh, stuff right now. Like I said, I got to get a new sound stream deck board and whatnot to make things run a little bit more like smooth like they used to. Because now it's like, nah, it doesn't do that. Smash that like thumbs up. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Come on. But uh, anyways, guys, yeah. Hit that like, thumbs up, do all that, and uh, appreciate you guys. And uh, anybody, anybody who I met this weekend, absolutely, uh, you know, loved meeting and stuff like that. And it was, of course, great talking to you know, actually spending time with Scott, Stephen, Joey, Phil, Andre, Jason, Isha, all these guys. We might do like, you know, I'm thinking maybe this vodka stream Friday, maybe we'll have all these guys on. And we'll talk about our time at Full Circle because. It was just like one of those things, one of, you know, just one of those things. All right, guys. Love ya. So, uh, follow me on all the stuff. Um, I might be on someone else's stream tomorrow. I'll let you guys know and talking more about this stuff. No Film Junkie Live tomorrow, so I'll see you guys Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, guys, that is it. I will talk to you later. Peace.